These are the Keishi Tapes. You, Man, and Favaz explore the backstories and interviews heard on Keishi, the longest-running rock station in the country. Hello, everybody. John Eulett here, along with my partner, Favaz. And this is the Keishi Tapes, episode 55. Yes. Now, this one is an interview I did with Melissa Etheridge back in 1993. Mm-hmm. And it gets very interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I'm kind of aware oh. of this interview because I was there. Oh, that's right. I was there because I'm a huge Melissa Etheridge fan. And were you running the control board that no, day or what? No, no. no. Uh, Shyla Palamand, who was Al Hofer's assistant at the time, said, hey, Melissa Etheridge is coming in for an interview. She knew that I, I, I'm a big Melissa fan. So um, I remember I was living on Chippewa at the time. I think I was sick that day. I don't remember, but I was, I was like, okay, I'm coming in. You did the interview with Bird, who right. we'll hear here, uh, in Gary Bennett's old studio. That's right. So it wasn't yeah. live on the air. No. I sat there and just watched the whole thing. And I, th- I, I know I got her autograph, and it was a thrill just to be you know, that yeah. close up to her. Because I had been a fan since, you know, for going on four or five right. years by then. And she was very playful. And uh, Bird, I thought, was asking you know, a lot of the straighter questions. And, mm-hmm. and I, I, I sensed that she was playful, and she wanted to have fun. And so I was just goofing off most of the you time. You kept it real, John. The, no, like I don't you say, usually do. I don't say I kept it real. It's probably silly no, I, and I stupid. Think you did. No, I mean it, I, I'm I, I'm being serious. Oh. Being dead serious. Well, well uh, and at some point you don't want to tune out of this because if you're not a Melissa Etheridge fan, because something dramatic is going to happen yes. as this interview progresses. Yes, I think anyway. It, it is. It's it's something that we've talked about playing. And we've hesitated to play this interview because of what happens. And yes. we're just like, screw it. Screw it. Yes, let's <laughs> see what happens. So, again, this is Melissa Etheridge going back to 1993. And uh, it starts off very low key. Again, my partner at the time on the radio was a guy named Bird. So, here we go. Melissa Etheridge is, uh, is with us. Good morning, Melissa. Good morning. Nice to see you this early. My gosh, you look so radiant this morning. I just can't help it. Yeah. All right. Uh, Thanks. And uh, fourth album, Yes, I Am, uh, just released. Are you pleased with it? Yeah. Yes, I am. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And Yes, You Are What? Yeah, oh. What is that in response to? Actually, that's just a, a statement. I, I, it was, it's very hard to title albums, mm-hmm. and this album, I needed uh, to put a, a strong, forceful statement, I believed, on it. And Yes, I Am. I think How about Yes, one. I Am and You're Not? And You're Not. not? There you Maybe. go. It could be. And, and the statement is... Yes, I am strong I am. and straight. <laughs> I, I, John, were you were you pressing there? I was pressing. You were. Yes. Had she come out yet? I'm trying to remember. I think so. Yeah. Okay. So you were you were hoping you know that what? She, I don't know. I have to double I, I'm check. I'm not sure that. either. I'm going to have to look. Yeah, I think she was. Yeah, I th- I don't think I'd have said that if she wasn't. All right, Johnny. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to look it up. I'm going to tell you here. And for those who don't know, Melissa Etheridge is uh, gay. She's yes. a lesbian. Yeah. And in fact, some of her kids, two of her kids were uh, David, David Crosby's, Crosby's kids. Yes. From he, his semen. He, he donated. He was a donator. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And now they're like uh, 20-something years old. They're, yeah. It's amazing. And her, and her wife's name at the time or whatever was Julie. She was Julie, a yes. cipher. She Julie was a director. Cipher. Yeah. And uh, they were together for a long time. They're not anymore. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, yes, I am. To me, it seemed obvious. That's why she named the album that. But uh, she, doesn't, right. she doesn't go there in the interview. 
Got something there? Uh, is this a herself titled? The record came out in '88. Blah 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 blah. blah. No, just keep going. Okay. I am, and I'm well, okay, and it, I like it, myself. Yes, I am, and yes, you are too, or something. <laughs> <laughs> Balding, I but to see that's different. Yeah, oh, thanks a lot, Bird. <laughs> Can't say that. Thing, yes, Still, <laughs> thanks a lot, Favon. Um, so it's fourth album, and uh, you have two platinum albums already under your belt, young lady. What are you doing with all the money? What about <laughs> John single and uh, looking for a partner? Hey, hey. Of course, I wasn't. That was 1993. Right. I was married, and I had a daughter who's two years old. Right. Thanks, Bird. <laughs> I've done just fine. I'm living in California, which is not cheap. So, but that's... but not originally from California. No, nope, originally from Kansas. from Kansas, not far from here. When did you? Oh, hold on, hold on. Etheridge came out publicly as lesbian in January of 1993. So just before. Just before this. Yeah. At the Triangle Ball, a gay celebration of President Bill Clinton's first inauguration. Oh, we darn. So, right. uh, yeah, she had technically uh, come out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot is going to happen in this interview. Do not go anywhere. <laughs> All right, let's continue. That's how you go to California, and what was the impetus for that? When I was uh, 21 in 1982, and... Uh, just didn't feel like they were going to come to Kansas to sign me. So right. I felt right. Like so I <laughs> Makes sense. Good move. Yeah. You went with one of those rags to riches stories? Uh, well, okay, rags to semi-riches. To uh, but, but went to California with nothing in your pocket? Yeah. Well, I had yeah, I'd worked a little bit. I had a little bit of money, not nothing. I, I, I bought a car. <laughs> and a car it got me That'll around. That'll get you around. Yeah. Can you give us, like, uh, tax uh, files that you've... <laughs> yeah. No. They'll be Try faxed to, to you any money. day now. Yeah. Well, let me... You ask the riveting questions. Can you give us your tax returns? <laughs> I'm always interested in those. I don't care who you are, President of the United States or Melissa Etheridge or you, Favaz. All right. I mean, you know, you, you, um, you know, you've had these two uh, uh, platinum albums, and uh, things have gone very well for you. You say you're living in California. I would mm-hmm. imagine you have purchased yourself a nice home. Have you called it lately? Because you know, uh, fire. I tell you that yeah. that really shook me up when yeah. I when I but your house is okay. That. My house is fine. It was right in the Hollywood Hills, and it just burned. Kind of around it all. We, we have some oh, uh, some you. wieners and marshmallows if you'd like oh. to head back really quickly. That it's so cool, sad. But. Yeah, Bird, you were the wiener in the broom. Yeah, I know yeah, that. But. Exactly. He's so lame, <laughs> man. But, that- but nothing's changed. They still have fires today. Yeah, yeah. Oh, actually, I know. yesterday I saw on the news. Yeah, right in the heart of Los yeah. Angeles. Yeah. 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 Those homes are not cheap, the ones that we're burning. No, that. but you know what we're going to do is a little bit later on this morning, we're going to call some uh, mobile home companies in Southern California. We're going to try and buy some mobile homes for <laughs> Dwight Yoakam and, and things uh, like With the well, fold out I guess uh, some stock in mobile. You're rolling your eyes again. Oh, God. <laughs> because he would do that. Did he call for mobile homes? No, I don't think so. But he would do that kind of stunt. Yeah. <laughs> Well, homes would be fine. Right. Well, you all know disasters. You had your floods this year. Yeah, we really. We had our fires this year. Jeez. Yeah. Who do you live next to out there? Uh, who do I live next to? <laughs> well, actually, Milo is right next to me on the left, and and, Milo, Milo, and Doug Milo. and Caroline are Milo on the right. Milo owns a bar you on the know, hill. Milo. You know Milo. <laughs> no, who's Milo? He's my next-door neighbor. You oh, okay. know who lives next to me. He's, <laughs> He's a gardener for, you, for Yoakum. <laughs> do famous yeah. people like live next door to just average Joe Blows all the time well, out there? Well, actually, down yeah. the street, a couple blocks. Uh, John, have you ever been to California? <laughs> yes, I have, but I've never been into the, uh, yeah. into the actually, area Actually, Jeff the Goldblum live. and Laura Dern live, live to the left, and Tim Burton lives to the right. Right. And what do they do? Like, do they like not pick their trash cans up after the trash? You know man what passes they do? The, the wind same, blows them out in the street. And you same hit them with your thing. Car. Everybody else does. I tell you, it gets 
really normal around there. John, the, the digging, the journalism. Is I think you should send him out there. You should have him do a remote from, from the neighborhoods of, of Hollywood. Yeah, that would be good. So, yeah. That would be good. Okay, on, on a serious thing, Grammy for Best Female Rock Performance, you, you missed a couple, and then you got on the third try. How did, is it, uh, how did it feel when you got on the third try? Yeah, just won a Grammy there, too. Yeah, and we I got thought, her. We got her at a at a time in her career when she was at the peak, and she yeah. came in and still did this. Yes, that was I amazing. am. But but I think she won the Grammy for New Artist back in '89. So mm-hmm. this wasn't like oh. her, like she, you know, she was yeah. expected to do great things, and then she did, and you guys got her. Yeah, it was absolutely a lot better than not getting it. Is that, is that the ultimate? I, do you think as a performer, what would be the ultimate? Um, reward or the ultimate stroke, I guess, for you as a as a as a musician. Would it be a Grammy, or is there something else that you have in mind that you would think, yeah, now when I do that, that's when I think hmm. that well, I. There's different. There's different categories of those things. You know, there's there's the recognition, which is yeah, you know, platinum records and and, uh, and Grammys and such. But to me, it's it's little things like. Uh, being recognized by somebody that you've admired for a long time, you know that, like that, John Ewing. Like there you go, <laughs> yeah. that's the one. You know, when I was uh, driving through California one time uh-huh. in one of those neighborhoods, I was on one of those tour buses. Mm-hmm. Kirk Douglas. Was no, 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 no. You went on one of those tour <laughs> buses. Yeah, he was outside washing down his driveway with a hose. I tell you, Kirk Douglas. I tell you, it's right. no, it was true. We, he that was. was true. Yeah, yeah. And he had his shirt off, you know, because he was in that uh, in the television show. Um, Oh gosh, darn it! Uh, it was uh, Kirk, uh, the Kirk Douglas. Yes, Kirk Douglas. Uh, the the Not it was about Michael. water. It was about oh. water. It was uh, it, it took place on the ocean, possibly. I think a it movie. Was. No, it was a television show. Oh, I don't it was know. A weekly television show. So to see him in his driveway with his shirt off, using his water hose to wash down his driveway. Maybe just, you say it here. It was twenty six years ago. I know. Maybe wow. I do. Or at least, when, when, do you remember when you were out there? Seeing that? Because the interview was 93. Uh, no, I, I was out there early 80s. Oh, my gosh. So yeah. it was way before. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. Normalville out there. So uh, that's another story. Uh, I don't know if I have time to tell it here. Let's what? tell it. I'll tell what? it. What? The first, when I went to Los Angeles, mm-hmm. well, on that, and we went on that tour bus, I was with Mark Emo, who's, mm-hmm. of course, a good friend of mine and yes. was back then. Mm-hmm. Well, we were doing a contest here at the radio station. Uh, Steve Martin's movie was coming out called Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid. I remember that. So we had people write to us an essay to tell us why you think dead men shouldn't wear plaid. Mm -hmm. And so we had it down to the final two contestants. And I took them into Shelley Grafman, our former general manager here at the radio station, who was the subject of one of our Casey Tapes podcasts, by the way. And he liked one from a lady, and I liked one from a guy. Mm -hmm. And he was the boss. So he wins out, but I was kind of arguing with him. I said, "No, I think this guy's is better than this lady's here. I think it's just you know just a little better." No, we're going to go with this one here. All right, call them up and tell them they're going to Los Angeles, California, with you. Okay, I call up the number mm-hmm. and I recognize the voice right away. Uh-oh. And I'm going, "What is this?" Uh, I don't remember her name now. So and so, and she goes, "Yeah, it is." And she goes. Is this you, John? And I said, yeah, I'm calling from KC Radio. You just won a contest. She goes, I'm Mark Emo's wife. I was using my maiden name. Oh, my. And I had no idea. 
But 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 wait, it, I thought Shelly liked the guys. No, he liked the girls. Oh, he I like the, the guys. So this is Shelly's winner. Yes, this is Shelly's winner. <laughs> I was arguing against that one to win, and it turns out it was Mark Emo's wife using her maiden name, which I did not know. Wow. So they won the contest, and, and you know they're not family, you know, so they were they were legitimate to win it. Wow. And and, and Mark, so, Mark didn't let you know that that that, that no his wife? no he said he didn't I don't think he even knew she did it. Wow. Yeah, so we end up going to Los Angeles with them, and we were on the tour bus with them when that happened. But a crazy story. <laughs> that is a funny story. Tour plans now, and, and uh, what tour do you— Tour plans starting in January, right. starting in America. It's going to be a world tour. It's going to be you know Canada and Europe and Australia also, but uh, I'll start out here. You have a heavyweight band. Are they, are they yeah. going out on the, on the road with you? Or? As far as I know— Do you remember who her drummer was for a while? Uh, wait a minute. Somebody you like. Somebody I like. And I think you oh, said oh, he oh, follows oh, you. Uh, oh yes, yes, yes. Uh, I've got uh, John uh, John Mellencamp. So uh, right, old drummer. drummer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His name escapes me right now. Give me the first letter. K. Kenny Arnoff. Kenny Arnoff. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. They are. Yeah. I mean, things <laughs> things change, but uh, as far as how I much, know, how much money am I being paid? Really? <laughs> Say that. That comes Forget up. it. I'm staying home. <laughs> uh, so, how did you end up getting all these people into the studio? I mean, a lot of these people have some, uh, uh, you know, some pretty long mm. lists of, of people that they worked with, like the Rolling Stones. Yeah, what's interesting is Waddy Wachtel, the guitar player, actually. Wow, Waddy Wachtel. Waddy. Yeah. Played on my first and second album, so it was a matter of calling him back up. And that guy is uh, all over the place. He's out everywhere, there, man. Amazing. Yeah. What a career! And he's not—is he in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I'm not sure. I have to double check I, on that. It, but some of these session guys should be. Yeah, you know, like Steve Lukather. Yeah, Steve Toto. Lukather. It was his birthday yesterday. He—I read he was—he's been on 1,500 different recordings. Oh, it's amazing. He's on a session player. Michael Jackson's uh, Thriller album he is. is? The guys from Toto play almost, well, not all, but uh, very much wow, of that album. really? Yes, yeah. And yeah. Um, and Jeff Skunk Baxter is another one of those yeah. guys, although he's been with the Doobie Brothers yeah. and Steely Dan, but he's always on. When I think of Waddy, I think of Stevie Nicks, because I know he's played with yeah. Stevie Nicks, too. He's yeah. gone out with her. Steve Cropper is another name that comes to mind. Gone out on tour with her, I should oh, say. yeah. Saying, hey, <laughs> I really want you to come in and do your thing on this album and rock out. A lot of eyes in the titles. Isn't it, it's song. a very Did anybody point that out to you? Actually, yes. Yeah. Actually, I even noticed it when I put it all down. And it's because it's a very strong, straightforward album. It's all very much. I am this way. I will never. I will never mm-hmm. be the same way. Yes, I am. I, I am lesbian. No. Detect a lot of. Uh, Sorry, I snuck that in there. You did. That was John. <laughs> that, was, that was not that during was the U L E T T. That was not during the interview, which I was <laughs> hoping she would say a earlier. But uh, yeah, that would have been a scoop. Well, yeah. not a scoop, but no. It would yeah. have been a confirmation. It would have been cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, of anger in in relationships, maybe current, past. Have you had a hard time like a lot of us have had? Well, like a lot of us have had. You know, it's one of those things you go through, you know, day by day, year by year. Right. Sure, and I write about so it. So you've been screwed around a bit then, right? Maybe. Well, I've settled down a little bit in the last couple of years. Ooh. So I've heard she was uh, quite promiscuous, mm. uh, Melissa Etheridge was. Really? Where'd you yes. hear that? Uh, I don't remember. Uh, but but I'm a fan, and so I used to read all the interviews that she would do, you know, anything I could get my hands on, and and I remember like back in the you know the, that yeah. day and, and in the the years mm. before, she was on the road, man, and she, and she the, would go. She was the female Freddie Mercury. Kind yeah, of, kind you know? of. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know, Elton John says that he his he was not promiscuous. That's why he's still alive today. He really? said back in the day when he was younger and he was gay. And uh, going to the clubs and stuff like that, his thing was watching other people ah. uh, have relations more so than him being involved. He thinks that's why he's still alive today. Yeah, that's a good reason. Years, uh-huh. but uh, 
I've had my share. Why? <laughs> Why? I'm 32. I'm tired now. 32. See, 32. I, I think I thought it, uh, you know, senility, the early stages of senility started with me in the early 30s, too. See? I just, it's happening. Uh, only you know about who are 36. You? 36 now. Where am I again? Yeah, the early stages of senility. Oh, I'm in the early stages of senility. Yeah, in St. Louis. Why don't we shut up and why don't we let uh, Melissa do uh, something from your new album? Yeah, I got my guitar. We're going to have to cut the the actual songs off. She does two songs in this interview. She does uh, Welcome to My Window Uh and uh, Yes, I Am, title track. I want personal copies of this because I want to hear it. Oh, it's fantastic. She is great. And she played that 12-string? Yeah. She had that 12-string guitar? Yes. Oh, so good. Right here, I thought I'd do a song. <laughs> come oh, to my come window, to not my win- yeah, not welcome to my window. Yeah, come to my window. <laughs> All right, early signs of senility. I told you. <laughs> yes, she is. You're not going to do one of the eye songs. <laughs> well, it's my window. Okay. Ooh, Melissa. Well, Ooh, she goes wow. right into it right, right there. Okay. So. All right. All right. So we uh, we move forward. And I must say, John, you were very good on guitar. Thank you. You know know what? That that is Melissa on guitar. That is a beautiful sounding guitar. Thank you. Wasn't it? I mean, now Favaz Favaz just heard the song. John John just played a good chunk of the song as we were moving forward in this uh, interview because we can't play that. It was amazing. It was. She sounds great. I know. And that guitar, like I said, it just sounded so pure. Yeah. And remember, this is coming off. Uh, uh, a reel-to-reel tape that is 25 years old that's, that's crazy. been sitting in the basement. Yeah, that that's, sounds, it sounds excellent. Yeah. Ovations, Ovation the, the 12 strings, yeah. and they're very rare. They oh. uh, custom-made how many of them? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, there's probably only, I think, about 12 in Bird. existence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here we make 12 of them. Not that many, so nice one. Thank you. Nice one. So uh, have you taken a little bit of a breather? Right now, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> I don't okay. know. If I was doing that, I think I'd be out of breath by now. I'm okay. okay. Well, you were a heavy smoker, I guess so. Yeah. You'd probably be out of... <laughs> what if he's still smoking? I don't know. I think he I think he might be. Bird was in Chicago, last yeah. we heard. Yeah, still is. Yeah. Is. Yeah, doing like a weekend shift up there for uh, the lube, maybe? Yeah. Uh, you've been politically active lately. That uh, was something that you had not been involved in in the past. How did you... Did you fall into that, or is it, yeah, or is it actually, maturation? Yeah, yeah. It was a personal choice a, a couple of years ago that really I personally became aware and involved and concerned, and you start thinking, I have to do something. Right. And that's what you know got me all involved. What issues are we talking about now? Uh, we're talking uh, women's issues. We're talking pro-choice. We're talking gay and lesbian issues. We're talking uh, um, all those, yeah. Healthcare, all the stuff is happening right now. Nothing, nothing about cruelty to stuffed animals or anything stuffed else like animals. that. John no, that, is involved in a large movement on that my way. List. Yeah, I love winning them at Six Flags. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, how was your uh, how was your experience that way? Do you, do you feel like you might want to get into uh, to politics, oh, or is no. it just a dabbling kind of thing? It was no. It was just a. Uh, it was just showing support and trying to uh, support what I believe in and, and what. They, you know, were saying at the time. So. Is there anything specific that you you can spout off now if you want? No, I'm not actually not very good at spouting and doing no. that sort of thing. I'm really not. I, you know, they're good at, at saying it all, and I, I'm good at saying, you know what, that's what I think. Okay. <laughs> yes. Me too. Yes. She's yes, smart. Too. I think that's most people yeah, when it well, comes to political there's issues. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Some people no. are really good at it, and some aren't. I am not. No. I, I just I'm like her. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, you do it. Yeah, you do it. <laughs> I'm good at singing. Okay. Is there, is there uh, now this is an old question, but who did you listen to uh, as mm. you were growing up that, that kind of formulated some of the ideas of what you had for structure and whatnot? I had a real 
cross-reference of music. I had my parents' music, which mm-hmm. was Mamas and the Papas and right. Neil Diamond and Aretha Franklin. Then I had my sister's music. She was four years older Bay than City me. Bay City Rollers, did that figure in, that, in there? That was my music. Oh, okay. <laughs> my sister had the Led Zeppelin and Jethro mm-hmm. Tull and Humble Pie and some really rocking stuff. And then I grew up 30 days in the hole with pop in the 60s and 70s. And a, lot of your, a lot of your music is, uh, is, is, is similar in the sense that it's, it's generally acoustic with a, you know, an electric in the background. Mm-hmm. Is there any time that uh, you wish that you could step out of that quote-unquote Melissa Etheridge sound and do something a little bit out, out there for you as far as what your fans are? Sure. You know, I like anything that's vocally challenging, whether it be... You know, country western song and an easy old you know, big band song. If you ever or, just wanted to just do "Child in Time" by Deep Purple, just jump. sweet child in time. Sorry, I don't, I don't know that one. Do that one. I'd help you on that, but I don't know that one. Ooh, no, well, that not, not that one. Not, That's a ten-minute song, by the way. Oh, great. Not exactly that one, but yeah, I, I would love to, to you know, sink my teeth into a you know good old Led Zeppelin tune or something. Really. Can you, oh, really? Mm. Oh, really? Yeah. You do the Barney song? <laughs> no. Me, that I can guarantee Melissa, you I'll never do. You'll never do that? You, of all the people you mentioned, you didn't mention any of the female uh, artists mm. from the before. Well, you know, I didn't have I, I, many that I was looking up to at the time and really they were rocking me out. Mm-hmm. Linda Ronstadt, of course, yeah. was you know vocally the one I enjoyed. I didn't get into Janis Joplin until I was 21 and could understand it better. Did you hear about the uh, the Janis Joplin tapes, some of the tapes that they've found? No. They're going to be releasing a whole bunch of new stuff. And well, the hokey joke was coming down the line yeah, there. I, know. For I, thought, I thought so, too. <laughs> I thought so, too. Although I've had a few of them myself already in the interview. Who am I to say? <laughs> Reputedly, they are genuine tapes that somebody had found in a dumpster outside one of the studios in L.A. Now, tell us right now, like if... God forbid you ever get in an airplane crash or something. <laughs> and I Are there any tapes hide, hidden in your basement anywhere right now Actually, that you hid box. for people yes, 20 so years I, from now to go back and find? Remember this. This can be put in the time gap. So, yes, there's a box of tapes from – I've got me singing when I was 13. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, really? John, do you have any shows uh, in your basement just in case <laughs> – Old radio shows? No, no, not just in case. Old jokes, you know, the best of John Hewitt in your basement, that sort of thing. I do now. That's right, baby. <laughs> it's called the Casey Tapes. <laughs> we should stop tape here. Put that one there. Well, we paused for some reason. There. Oh, 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 you were taping this. Yes. It wasn't live. This no, was not live. Those are not yeah. live on the air. Mm-hmm. She's, we paused there because she put the guitar on me. Oh, oh, really? Yes. And she's so, just so about to. So right here, she's putting the guitar on you? Yes. Okay. No, actually, that's right. That one there. The one, she put my fingers on the guitar. Really small. The same fret. That's not going to work. You've got to John has given up golfing and has now got Melissa <laughs> Anthridge's guitar on. Okay, and he's here, here about to play. Put, move it over one. Put right there, right. right there, and that one up there. Oh my God! Now listen. Hey, it's an E chord. Hey, John, how do you feel? Like an E chord. <laughs> The duet between uh, John Eulett and Melissa Etheridge. It's not my key, I'm sorry, he's not my key. Oh, I've got to teach you another chord. I have, to, I have to teach you another chord. Oh, my God. That was damn funny, John. I mean, I... You were playing a 12-string. I, she, yeah, had, she put my fingers in the right spot. I've never... 
been able to do that. I bought a cart with guitar once. Right. I thought, well, I'll try to learn, and I just struggled like crazy. She put my fingers on those strings, and uh, and I just, just nailed it. it. Yeah. It was crazy. I used to play. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I know. Wow. <laughs> oh, now wow. we have the awesome. echo. Now, this, you see, so what we should do with this tape is we, we should probably bury this tape somewhere. And <laughs> yeah, then right. 20 years from now, they'll find that. Or 26 years from now. <laughs> They'll say, oh. There's, yeah, the rarely heard <laughs> Melissa Etheridge uh, <laughs> knick-knack paddywhack song. I'm really going to try to teach him two chords so at least he can change them back and forth. Okay. okay Actually, you know what? He doesn't know where his fingers were before. Uh, that's yeah, Carl. you don't know where. That was Carl, yeah. I hear Carl. And he's right. I didn't know where my fingers were before. Right. Where his fingers have been. Uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I, I, gotta was, give I him was a... thinking that. Good one, Bird. <laughs> yeah, we got to give him a rim shot for that one. But <laughs> don't. Speaking of which, John, if you can learn two chords, you probably, three chords, you could probably play most uh, Thorogood songs and most Sabbath songs. Does yeah. that interest you? Yeah, it does. Okay, there you, go. there you go. Now, I'm looking at something here, Melissa, the Melissa Etheridge Information Network. What Melissa Etheridge Information Network. Yeah, it sounds like some sort of form of uh, CNN. What is that? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a big, long name for a fan club. Okay. It's actually, but the best thing about it is that you know, not only can you, you know, send your seventeen dollars in, you, you you have your little. Well, it costs a lot of money to put this stuff out. Sure, it does. You know, you get a newsletter and you find out what I'm doing, but you can find out what most of the fans want to know is where I'm playing live because right. that's that's what I do best. When and can we see? You know, when can and they didn't have the internet back then. No, you're right. You're right. I wonder where. I mean, has she been through here lately at all? I wonder. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. She you don't has. hear much about her anymore. No, I mean it's it. It was the Fox for a long time. Um, saw her there once. Um, she's probably a good pageant she, artist she, now. She, well, she would be, but I think she played played Fair St. Louis one year. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You call the information network. Okay, and they're so going to tell would, you. Wait, wait. I would call this number now. I would call this. Well, you in. have to join it first because oh, then you okay. get your secret little pin number oh, that you can oh, then get into the information network. Right, but but if so, I wanted to join, I would call the Melissa. Etheridge Hotline at 415-597-6760 in San Francisco. Isn't that cool? That's exactly And I would, I would find but out a little bit more. Even beyond finding out where I'm playing is you can call and you can get front row tickets. Wow. At Just at the cost of the ticket. Okay. You don't have this to is to your show. Stoppers. This isn't anybody else's show. No, this is show. just my show. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. So you can... Ooh, you've learned another one. That's E minor. John, I'll tell you what. Oh, I, I, have wow. this, I have this really wild idea. Why don't you take that guitar? <laughs> what the hell is going on? I'm like, I can't you believe I'm doing this. You one finger and you got an E minor. Yeah. And give it to Melissa so that she can play. <laughs> no. Why would it's we do that? It's a long time to get it on him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had it on like a golf bag for a while. around. <laughs> <laughs> what, yeah, what happens when 50 people call uh, and, and, and want uh, front row tickets to a uh, show in uh, Tucson? Then what happens? I, I don't know. <laughs> not your problem, right? Not my problem. Right. That's still you, John. That's me. I can tell. <laughs> Doing rim shots with the guitar. <laughs> she was having a good now, time. Uh, John, do we, you have any? We paused uh, right there. We paused right there, and I think she took the guitar off oh, of me, and she, now it's on her. She was having a really good time. She was, man. It was one of my favorite things ever happened to me in the radio business really? that, that wow. day with her. Yeah. Big favorites that you'd, you'd like to hear from Melissa? Well, I, like, I know a lot of your older songs. Yeah. Could you play one of those? I can sing backup gr- vocals oh, or something. This is really painful. Listen, I, Listen to me acting like a damn musician now. <laughs> I'll sing some backup vocals for you. You need it? Uh, just let me know. Really bonding music today. <laughs> <laughs> what song would you like to play? I would like to do the title song from the album. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Okay. Yes, Woo! it is. Yes, I am.
Okay, she went in and she did the song Yes I Am, the title track from the new album. And we listened to part of that and she sounds so good. Awesome. You you better send this to me, you man. I'll send it to you. All right. Melissa Etheridge from uh, the title cut from your latest CD, Yes I Am, on Island Records, which is. There's more music yet to come that may shock you, so keep yeah, listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Available now at your record stores. Go out and buy it. Buy it, buy it, buy it. Now, just because I want to hear John do some background vocals, <laughs> could, you, could you really <laughs> honestly do something, uh, something that uh, people What's may remember song, from John? days gone by? Bring me some water, I mean, maybe? Any, John? any favorite song, anybody's no, song. Oh, really? Yeah, just... We can... Oh, now you've opened up a can of worms. Yeah. You, you mentioned old Led Zeppelin. You know what? See? That might be kind of neat. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> a whole lot of love. John, you are the musicologist. Come on, one song. I know, but I, I just can't remember so many things. Including <laughs> your name. I think we put him on the spot. Do, do, you, have any, do you have any favorites from uh, Led Zeppelin that, uh, gosh, you never get around to performing live, maybe? Gosh. No, I hate their music, Bird. <laughs> We're both. I think t- I'll be able to sing better. Oh, I'll, see, first you have to know my range. Right. Okay. Uh, oh man, this hurts. <laughs> I mean, oh, that's fine. You have a natural range because you said you couldn't sing earlier when I was. We were singing. Uh, uh, yeah, three, yeah, uh, yeah, the, whatever the, it was. Yeah, the, the <laughs> you said it's out of my range. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to sing. So what's my? How do I know what my range is? You are not not home home on the range. That's for sure. No, yeah. Folsom Prison possibly. <laughs> no, I hear what the train coming. I, no, yeah, I hear the train coming. Around the bend. Right. I'm yeah, back up vocals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Maybe um, tr- something by Lizzo. Hang on. So you're, you're <laughs> let's, let's get- we paused right there. This is so funny. Okay. You're just trying to come up with a right, song. Right, And I don't know why I couldn't think of anything. Okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got what, it. What? Stairway to Heaven. John knows that one. Don't you, John? You know Stairway to Heaven. Let's see. I okay. played this since I was in seventh grade. Uh, Melissa Etheridge and uh, John Hewlett duetting. There's a lady who's sure all that glitters is gold, and she's buying a stairway to heaven. Everybody now, when she gets there, she knows if the stores are all closed. Take it, John. With a word, she can get what she came for. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we have to go on. Oh, I wanted L- more. Listen to what she says at the end, too. Okay. <laughs> you mean it wasn't good? John. You mean? Wow. Gosh. Unbelievable. Well, yeah, well that's the first. I've never <laughs> sung that with anyone else. Wow, how about wow, that, I'm man? I'm so jealous. You know, you're jealous of McCarty. I am. I was there, and I'm still jealous. Damn it. Are you kidding it's me? It's an absolute All right. All right. first. Put the tape in the basement. <laughs> 20 years from 20 now. 20 years. We're both or 26. How dead about that? going to say, yeah, that's most sensitive. But who was that? Oh, when I'm dead and gone, I said, wow, I about lived this. Yes, you have. Another guy. Who was The total was quality. going to search. <laughs> if we could have just found him 20 years ago, yeah. he would have had a career. <laughs> And maybe a hairline. I'm sorry. Yeah, and maybe a hairline. <laughs> Thanks a lot, bird. 
Oh, gosh. Melissa Etheridge, thank you very much for oh, uh, spending some time with guys, us this morning. Guys, it's been a real pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> this has probably been the weirdest uh, radio show you've ever It writes up there. Yeah. <laughs> Rates right up there, yeah. I have to admit. We appreciate it very much. Thank you again. The uh, quality of the real to real is keep fading. Going. Yeah, keep going. A keep. new album, Yes I Am. Yes, yes it you is. is. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, available on Island Records and mm-hmm. any time frame when we might see you in San Boy, you know, somewhere between February and May, I imagine. February and May. All right. And we'll in let you year, know then. as soon as I know. In the new year. But the record yeah. is available now. Thank you very, yeah. very much for your time and, Thank uh, you. and uh, safe traveling and all, right. all of that. All right. And we need to do these. Carl, this is where you take over. Hi. Hi, I'm uh, Melissa Etheridge. Oh, okay, oh yeah. did she cut uh, liners? She did, but uh, they're not on they're this They're not team. on this yeah. one? They're on the reel to reel still. Oh. But, uh, which I still man, have here in the studio. That was super cool. Uh, well, it was so fun, man. And, and, and it all happened because she wanted to have fun, and right. she made it happen. Yeah, yeah. You know? she, yes. Yeah. I have another uh, interview similar with Forner, with Lou Graham and Mick Jones in the studio. Right, too. You, were, you were singing. So the first time I saw Melissa Etheridge was at Mississippi Nights, and it was probably 1988 or 89. It was her first record. And they had a huge section of Mississippi Nights roped off. And I sat right by the, the, the that, that section. And um, I, I was like, what, what is the deal here? It was her family. And her friends, oh, wow. because they she was were... from Kansas, and, yeah. and her dad, I think, was from St. Louis, if I'm not mistaken, oh, because really? she knows Ted Drews and 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 all that. And so I remember uh, that night, I was I had I had to ask somebody that was in that section. I was like, "What is this? Who who? I, I'm Melissa's aunt." Oh, really? And uh-huh. I was just so thrilled to meet her. And I, she goes, we're all here just because, you know, she's doing the show here. And you know, I, I just remember telling her that I was a big fan and. Seeing Melissa Etheridge at Mississippi Nights—that yeah, was my yeah. first time. Wow! Yeah, that's before she was very big, right? She was, she, she was starting to get big. Oh, okay. I mean, she she sold out Mississippi Nights that night, so yeah, it yeah. was uh, the, the buzz was there. And uh, God, that and then to to see her in the studio and you guys do Stairway yeah. to Heaven is super cool. Yeah, I always root for her. I always always before that, even before that interview, but even afterwards, even you know, even more so when you get to to real really see what somebody is like. Yeah, I mean, she is this, uh, just a very nice, pleasant person mm-hmm. who just wants who just I, I don't think she ever really fully. Uh, accepted or realized what a big star she she became. You know? She may not have. She's uh, just still as humble, as nice as ever. You know? She did a thing on MTV, and I don't know if it was an Unplugged or a Storytellers or whatever, but but she had Bruce Springsteen come on with her. And, and you know, I always, because I love Bruce, you know, still do, in the, you know, but I really liked him in the day, and I always compared the two of them. I was like, they're kind of the same mm. in a way. They're, they're storytellers yeah, with yeah. their songs, and, and here they played together, and it was just, that was really cool. Yeah, I mean, uh, there was no hotter female rock star in uh, in America in the right. 90s than, than her. Right. In the late 80s and through the 90s. And Casey played her. Yeah, we back did. Back in the day. Played bring, her a bring lot. Bring some water, and that, that, that first record... I think we played Yes, I Am. I know Yes, I Am is in the studio yeah, right now. Yeah, so. yeah, we played her a lot. Well, hope you enjoyed that uh, 54th edition of Casey Tapes. I'm John Eulis. Is you it can... 55 or 54? What did I say? You said 54th. Oh, then it's 55th. I, I think it's 55th. Okay. Uh, well, Favaz is a counter. I'm, <laughs> I'm just trying to hang in there. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at STLUman or on Instagram. I'm Johnny Hewlett. And uh, you, man, we'll see you next week. And thank you for that beautiful rendition of Stairway. I'll get you a copy. Oh, right. the Stairway, yes. yes. Yeah, I'll take that, too. Well, I only perform it with superstars like Melissa oh. Etheridge, so don't think I'll be uh, cutting anything with you in the near future. <laughs> no royalties for you. <laughs> All right. Uh, take care. 
AMF. Adios, my friends. The KC Tapes with you, man, and Favaz. For more on the history of KC, go to KC95.com or the KC mobile app. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.